In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Heavenly King, Comforter, the Spirit of Truth, you are everywhere present and fill all things. Treasury of blessings and giver of life, come and abide in us and cleanse us from every impurity, and of your goodness save our souls. This, my dear brothers and sisters, is the prayer of the Holy Spirit, the first prayer of the Orthodox Church that I was taught and learned by heart so many years ago when I learnt about the Orthodox Church, such a prayer that is so dear to my heart and it tears me apart every time, every year when I'm not allowed to say it. We are introduced almost today to the third person of the Trinity, the Holy Spirit, everywhere present and fills all things. God the Father who is beyond all things. God the Son, who is particular, a human being in a particular place, and yet the Holy Spirit, who fills all things, is everywhere present throughout all of history, and yet we encounter the Holy Spirit specifically at this point at Holy Pentecost, as he descends upon the church and fills the church with his strength, with his beauty with his guiding truth. We see in the Gospel the guidance of the Holy Spirit upon the Son. In this time of the Feast of the Tabernacles, and this is what is celebrated in the Jewish feast that Jesus is present at, at the great day of the feast. It's the last day of the great day of the feast. And during the Feast of the Tabernacles, the priests of the, of the temple are carrying great bowls, great flasks of water from the Pool of Siloam that we heard about two weeks ago. They have been carrying great flasks of water from the Pool of Siloam up the mount into the temple and pouring that over the, wall, over the floor in order to water the ground in remembrance of God's providence in the desert that God waters the grounds. And in the last day of the Feast of the Tabernacles, this has ceased. And imagine the scene, thousands of people gathered for the Feast of the tabernacles and they have been observing this great movement of the priests carrying flask and bowl up the hill pouring this water and perhaps this water is pouring down the steps and at the last moment when this great ritual has stopped Christ amongst the crowd cries out to them and says if anyone still thirsts let them come to me and drink. And he quotes Isaiah, out of his belly shall the rivers of living water flow. And you could hear perhaps a pin drop as everyone stands aghast at what is being said here. Because this is the great ritual finished. God now is speaking that if anyone is left curious, if anyone is left wanting, Jesus has called to them and said, 
I am the life. I am the living water. And great consternation comes upon the crowd. Even the guards of the temple are so stunned at what Jesus has said that they can't even bring themselves to arrest Jesus. Nicodemus calls out to the guards and to the Pharisees and says, surely this man needs to be tried. And people are split. Whether this man is a prophet, whether he is the Messiah, or whether he is something else. Society is torn in two. In the epistle, we see and hear of the descent of the Holy Spirit upon the church. We have a very small icon here, but those who, of you who are, know this parish well know that behind the camera is Joanna Reitlinger's uh, fresco of the descent of the Holy Spirit upon the church with the mother of God in the centre and the palms of Palm Sunday rather than the flames and the descent of the Holy Spirit in the form of a dove rather than necessarily the flames. But nevertheless, the descent of the Holy Spirit as the great wind, as the great breath of the energy of the Godhead coming upon the church and these Galileans suddenly are able to speak in all of the languages of this great diverse city. So many languages are spoken. And as we heard in the Traparian Kentakia in the first and second antiphons, the languages of Babel are spoken. God saw in Babel that man wanted to become God, to create a tower to heaven. So he split humanity into many languages to prevent them. And yet in the church, the descent of the Holy Spirit comes upon these Galileans and they're able to speak in all of these different languages. Here in this little parish, we do our best to overcome the barriers of Babel. In our first antiphon, we sang, albeit very poorly, in Slavonic, the representing the Slavic tradition of our parish. In the second antiphon, we sang, albeit in a poor accent, in French, the ling lingua franca of our archdiocese, which stretches from northern Europe to southwestern Europe. Dozens of languages are represented in, in our archdiocesan conferences because we are beyond nation, beyond nationality. When our parish is gathered together, we celebrate our diversity by saying the Lord's Prayer in all of the languages of the people that are gathered here. It's tens of languages. Because in Christ, my dear brothers and sisters, there is no Greek, no Jew. There is no slave nor freeman. And yet we are all of those. We remain all of those. We are remain with all of our languages. 
We recognize all of our nations, all of our ethnicities, all of our cultures, and we celebrate them and we raise them up to our Lord God. We do our best. We fail, but we do our best to represent all of the different peoples and to overcome the divisions of Babel. Because each one of us can be oppressed. Each one of us should be raised up. Because in a few moments after the divine liturgy, we will come together and kneel not only before God for the kneeling prayers of Vespers, of Pentecost, but kneel before one another. We take the knee, as has become so politicised. We seek out and identify the oppression in one another. Around us, so politicised at the moment, has been this idea of Black Lives Matter. And black lives do matter. Not deny the lives of anybody else because it's not the colour of the skin that makes black lives matter. And I do not denigrate at all the lives and the oppression of black people. But it's not the colour of the skin that makes one black. Let us remember Archbishop Yakovos marched alongside Martin Luther King. Not because he, Archbishop Yakovos, was black and African-American, but because he was Greek. In those days, if you were Greek in America, it was only African-Americans that would go to your restaurants and to your cafes. If you're white, you would not. Here in the UK, if you are Eastern European, white people will not frequent your shops. It will be Greeks and Cypriots and Russians and Moldovans. To be black, my dear brothers and sisters, in the UK and America does not mean that you are necessarily African or Afro-Caribbean. Blackness is not necessarily the colour of your skin. Blackness is the status of your oppression. The Church of Christ goes beyond that. The Church of Christ goes beyond Babel. As we hear this thunderclap of Christianity, this thunderclap of the Holy Spirit, this thunderclap of the good news, the gospel to all nations, as we take the knee of Pentecost, as we humble ourselves before God, we remember that God became man. He emptied himself to become human. And all of us must remember that we also are human. Racism starts when we see another human being as less than human, as inhuman. Our mission, my dear brothers and sisters, when we baptise and chrismate somebody, we give them a name. And we bless them in the name of the Trinity. And therefore we raise them up to the dignity of human humanity. We give them a name and we identify them as God has already named them and identified them as persons in God. Our job as Christians 
is to ignore the politicization and to be human. To be Christian is to reach out to every black person that we see in the gospel, every person that Jesus reached out to that had been blackened by their society, whether blind, whether bleeding with hemorrhaging, whether female, whether leprous, they were all blackened by their society. Our job, our task, our mission, my dear brothers and sisters, having taken the knee at the Vespers of Pentecost, is to raise up and to be the thunderclap of Pentecost and pray that we are filled with the spirit of truth. Our heavenly King, the Comforter, the Spirit of Truth, you are everywhere present and fill all things. Treasury of blessings and giver of life, come and abide in us and cleanse us from every impurity and of your goodness save our souls. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.